Andrew Pitkin here on your KNEM KNMO City Beat program, joined here on the phone by the mayor of the city of Nevada. That's Mayor Knox. And George, thanks for your time again. Well, good morning. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, absolutely. And so we've got you on the road. So uh, make sure you keep your eyes on the road here. But we'll also get into some questions here about the city, of course, as well. And so looking back, uh, I know I asked you the same question last night. But as you've had some time to reflect on last night's Nevada City Council meeting, uh, what stood out to you? Well, you know, I think what stood out to me first is is our our desire, and I know the, the council is struggling with the correct answer, but our desire to reach out and help serve our volunteer fire departments in our county. And uh, by that, you know, the discussion went on about what we do, what we would do with the old rescue truck. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and it, it's hard for folks, even some on the council, to understand that, uh, you know, the truck may be 20 years old, but it's got, you know, X amount of miles on it. The equipment's still good. Um, you know, there's always that chance. And it was mentioned, I think, last night that uh, a couple of nights ago we had an accident in the west end of uh, 54 and then on the east end of 54. And, uh, you know, we, we had help from another volunteer fire department helping us. And that happened to be the same department that would like to uh, uh, have our have our old truck. So, you know, it's critically important that we take care of our police and fire departments because you never know when we're going to need them at a moment's notice. What did you like about the presentation from Derek White of the Milo Fire Department? Well, you know, I you know I haven't I didn't know the assistant chief before last night, but um, you know, having a conversation with him after the meeting, uh, you know, I really I really like the man. I mean, he's he's just trying to do the best he can on such a limited budget for Milo, and he's also trying to help the city of Nevada because you know we. We may have three fire trucks, but uh, all it takes is one night of, uh, you know, three fires in a row and we're done. I mean, uh, we always have to call in other folks when we need their help. I mean, we've had trucks come up from uh, Joplin when we need it. Another topic of interest to the community that's been of interest for the last couple months is the building that collapsed, of course, on the Nevada Square. I feel like every time you come in for City Beat, we do discuss this, but it's been approved that that some of that debris or all of that debris, I should say, will be hauled away. And so how important do you think that is for the city to get the rest of that corner taken care of? It's critical, and if you on your lunch hour happen to go by the building, they're they're hauling it away as we speak. So uh, something has to be done with it. You know, the, the building uh, didn't have the maintenance that it needed to stay as a strong structure and a piece of our history, and that's sad because we've we've lost a lot of buildings in the Bay just because of that. Uh, but you know now it gives us a whole new opportunity to do a couple of things: either uh, you know rebuild something in that place that uh, would mimic. Uh, you know, the historic nature of that building, or we have the opportunity, uh, you've been in the meetings when we've talked several times about some kind of a park area, maybe a coffee stand in there or, or, you know, or something. So I think it gives us an opportunity to revitalize the square, at least on that quarter. Now, please refresh my memory, if you could, is that plot of land now in the city's possession or is there still something that needs to happen before that can take place or will that even happen well there's we'll we'll end up owning the property and and it'll take time you know at the two council meetings ago we had asked city manager and the city attorney to look into um, the process of putting a lien on uh, the owner's property farm farmland or something um you know we just 
our city isn't financially uh, in the position to just say, okay, yeah, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, we can just, uh, you know, do that. And so we, we're trying to look to recover some money for what we're doing. Speaking with the city of Nevada mayor, that's George Knox. And so we'll move on to another subject at this time as well. I noticed that there is an executive session basically for a, there's a special city council meeting with just an executive session coming up. I believe it was a week from yesterday. Uh, can you discuss some of the things that will be decided in that meeting? I don't believe anything will be decided in that meeting. Uh, we're, we're interviewing candidates for the city treasurer position. I understand. And how long has the city been without a treasurer? Oh, gosh, help me. It's uh, probably been since early November last year. Yeah, that sounds right to me as well. And so what are some of the qualities that the city, uh, from what you've heard from the city manager, what is the city looking for in the new treasurer? Well, I think we're looking for... uh, we, we have a, a very interesting structure in our city government, and that is is that the only two people uh, that are not supervised by the city manager are supervised by the city council itself. The treasurer's position is one, and the city manager's position is the other. Um, I can say honestly in, in my tenure with the city that I don't think that we had given the, the, the treasurer's position it's just due as far as our, our oversight ability. Uh, and I know that as we look for a new treasurer, we're, we're going to handle things completely differently. Uh, not only the, uh, the council being more involved in the treasurer's position, but uh, either myself or the mayor pro tem, Dr. Gallagher, uh, will supervise that person. Uh, not because I don't know anything about being a treasurer, but, but supervised to the point where we would meet with them once a month and uh, just make sure that we understand what their job is and they understand what uh, what the city council wants. So I, I think I think moving forward, this is an opportunity for the city to, to restructure the, the finance department and uh, do things in a different way that will make a difference for our citizens. One of the more enjoyable news items that I was able to report on last week was the groundbreaking for the Freddy's Frozen Custard that's coming to Nevada. And you were there, Mayor, from your vantage point. What did you enjoy? Well, you know, when you think about Nevada, um, when we moved here, we weren't necessarily looking, you know, for like a Joplin. We were looking for a retirement home that, uh, you know, had the things that, that we needed. And obviously there were... There were things that were missing. Uh, you know, we don't have a wide variety of restaurants, and, and we haven't yet hit the uh, the mark that we're aiming for with economic development. So, when uh, when you think about what the Lovinger family and Amy and her husband Jesse did uh, to get this Freddy's here, it it doesn't meet the criteria of Freddy's. You know, that's. That's the thing that's the most amazing to me. You know, these these restaurant chains have a criteria of where they're going to put their restaurant, and we simply didn't fit that bill. But with with Dr. Lovinger and, and Amy and Jesse's help, you know, I can't remember how many times that they were in Wichita talking with the owner and, and showed that we have a viable city that's on the edge of, of uh, you know, I think a, a semi-booming economic development uh, piece, uh, thanks to Ben Vickers. And, uh, 
so it, it's, a, it's a pleasure to see that going in. It's a pleasure to see that it's uh, right next to the interstate, which will draw more people off, uh, you know, the interstate and their travels. And, you know, of course, it also helps us boost our sales tax, um, you know, and we have that tied to the hospital. So uh, I, I think it's all around. It's a win-win, and I think that uh, the people that attended the groundbreaking who got the free custard, uh, are sold and they, they want that place open tomorrow. So I know I do. I still have my empty cup. How's that? What kind of custard did you eat? I ate the chocolate brownie and, and I could never eat another chocolate brownie again without thinking about uh, Freddie's custard. Well, I think that answers my second question was how did you find uh, how did you find your custard and, and how did you like it? So, Mayor, anything else that you would like to add as we wrap up? No, I would just ask... Uh, you know, for everybody to realize that we are really, our city is really in a new phase of economic development. And, uh, you know, we have several projects on the on the table right now looking at them that will bring some uh, additional growth to our city. And uh, I think we're going to be a city to be reckoned with in the next couple of years because nobody's going to stop us. Anything at all you'd like to say as well as the COVID-19 vaccine clinics have really started up and gotten underway here in Nevada? Yeah, I mean, it it seemed a very slow process in the beginning, but, uh, you know, uh, Carol and I have gotten our first shot. We're scheduled for our next shot in a couple of weeks, and, uh, you know, things are coming together. We have more partners now, I think, in the city that are offering it. Uh, you know, Woods has been, a, a you know, a great resource for us, and, of course, the hospital. Um, it's tough. I mean, when you look nationwide at the distribution of the vaccine, I think we're probably lucky to be where we are in the distribution process. All right, Mayor, thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you, Adrian. Absolutely. That's Mayor Knox. He is the mayor of the city of Nevada right here on your City Beat program on KDM KNMO. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.